Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 2009 Guy Ritchie film, Sherlock Holmes. I had forgotten so much about this movie. I always remembered liking both of the Sherlock Holmes movies. I thought Guy Ritchie hit a second stride in his career with these, liked his early work, and, and this was, you know... These were crowd-pleasing movies of the nth degree. They had big budgets, but they went on to make boatloads of money. I think this one had a $90 million budget. It made half a billion dollars. Back in 2009, that was hard to do without being, you know, one of those other kind of movies that were just getting started. And lucky, lucky Mr. Robert Downey Jr. being in both. <laughs> Jude Law, Rachel McAdams, Mark Strong. It's a great cast. Guy Ritchie, Joel Silver produced it. Uh, funny, I just did a review of New Mutants and, and avoided talking about Simon Kinberg much, but he also um, worked on the screenplay for this. He's been involved in a lot of the later X-Men stuff, but anyway, that's a different story. Hans Zimmer did the music. Um, all in all, you know, this was a huge movie at the time, and I absolutely loved it and have not watched it in over a decade. Just at all. Nothing. Nada. I really like the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock series uh, from the BBC. I really like that. Enola Holmes I thought was okay. Some of the other Sherlock stuff that's come out since then, okay. But these were great. At least in my memory, they were great. So they, at least they're coming out or about to come out or just came out on 4K. I'm revisiting them to see if I love them as much as I remember them and do I need to upgrade them. So the short version is, yeah, they're okay, but I'm not going to upgrade. <laughs> At least this one. I haven't watched the second one yet. When Sherlock Holmes came out, it was a little edgy. Um, this was 2009. They were reinventing the wheel, kind of. I mean, definitely it had some of the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle eccentricities. That was worked into it, but this was a, a lot of Robert Downey Jr.'s creation um, and the way he played it. And Jude Law is great as Watson. Uh, Rachel McAdams is a former adversary. Mark Strong is the bad guy. All in all, it holds up pretty well. It's fun. It looks great. But it's also an incredibly well-made movie that is totally forgettable. I... <laughs> Went to review it like a day later, and I had to refresh my memory, honestly. Compared to the big blockbusters we get now, this seems very minor by comparison. And again, I know, we've, we've grown, we've evolved. Funny thing that people complain about the big-budget summer tentpole movies, but they have evolved over the years. They used to be pretty bad in the 90s. Summer tentpole movies were just thrown out for that particular reason, to be something big in the summer. Every once in a while, there'd be something really great that would carry us to the next year. And then in the early 2000s, a lot of remakes, a lot of clones, a lot of reboots, that kind of thing. And then somebody started making good movies with properties. Disney let the geeks run Star Wars. Argue whether or not you love them. Go crazy. Um, they let the geeks program Marvel the way it should be done. And, and Marvel just grew and evolved. And as the movies got better, more complicated, better effects... We, as moviegoers, evolved on this train. Like, the whole movie experience my entire life has evolved, and we are all along with it. Unfortunately, now we're all turning to streaming just because it's easier and it's there, and we're taking some of the, the grandeur of movies out of it, but that's another topic for another day. 
This movie played huge on the big screen. Not so huge on the small screen. I mean, it does. I mean, they still use some real sets with all the CG. Um, the stunts are pretty great. The fight choreography and the, the running choreography, I guess you would call it, uh, all very great. But in the end, it doesn't all amount up to much. It It's like the sum of its parts. The, the parts were all great, but the sum was just okay. I love Mark Strong. Every time I watch a movie, I, I wish I had Mark Strong's voice. I just love his voice. And he's played a villain more than he's played a good guy, I think. And he's a good villain, but they don't give him a whole lot to do in this. The, the things he does, he's great. You know, he's, he's, he's definitely menacing. I thought Rachel McAdams was fine in her role, but she doesn't get a whole lot to do either. Some good fight scenes and some interesting banter. This is totally Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law's movie, and they do great. It just, you know, when it when you compare it to the likes of modern tentpole, extravagant, you know, A-list movies, I don't know that it held up that well. But like them trying to keep it fairly, well, I, I was going to say ground or, or grounded or down to earth, um, but it's not. There's there's some things I don't remember um, Sherlock Holmes being quite the swashbuckling. <laughs> all in all, it was fine. I don't think I'll upgrade if somebody wants to come over and says, hey, you got those Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes movies? You want to watch those in a double feature? The Blu-rays look great. They're fine. The picture-in-picture maximum mode, it's something that Warner Brothers was fooling around with in the early Blu-rays. They did it on Watchmen and a few others, and that is incredibly cool. I did not watch it for this. I just watched some of the extras, but I did not watch the maximum movie mode. But if you get a chance and you have it on a Blu-ray, um, some of the Harry Potter movies have it, a few others that came out at this around this time period when this movie was released, that had that um, maximum movie mode. And they don't really do it anymore. But the director is there and he puts screens behind him and he shows you scenes of the movies and then he shows you how they do it and talks. It's really in-depth if you're a huge fan of the films. For me, this is one of those cases where the movie holds up fine, but it's not one of my favorite movies I'm going to watch over and over. So I don't really need that massive 4K copy unless I pick it up cheap somewhere. It just didn't hit me that well. I would re-watch many of the other movies I've already purchased in 4K before I would revisit Sherlock Holmes. But I love Robert Downey Jr. in the role. I love Jude Law, the way he played Watson. I am kind of looking forward to the second one. I always remember the second one being lesser. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. And I'm looking forward to a third one just because I would like to see this kind of adventure back on the big screen. It has a very almost Spielberg-esque excitement about it, charm even. One movie I kept thinking about while watching this was Young Sherlock Holmes, the 1985 movie that Amblin Entertainment produced. Barry Levinson directed it. Henry Winkler was one of the producers on it. Chris Columbus wrote the screenplay. That was a fun movie, and it really sticks out in my head because I saw it in the theater, and then it came out when I was working in a video store, and it was one of the first movies I kept. Granted, it had an $18 million budget, and I think it only made about $20 million back. People thought it was a kid's movie, and I think it was pretty dark for a kid's movie. But it had that kind of feel, that real... That Victorian England, there's always fog on the streets on the cobblestone roads and the, the oil lamps and that. It, it To me, it has the same kind of feel. And yes, they're kind of going back to the same era and area, but also the way it was kind of lighthearted with dark stuff, I felt this was too. 
because Sherlock Holmes, the the what the bad guy is trying to do actually gets pretty dark and evil, and they could have done a lot more with that had they taken a little more horror lean on what he was he was really doing. But they didn't. And it stays pretty lighthearted at the end. It feels like a Guy Ritchie movie, but it doesn't. He's directed several in recent memory that didn't feel like Guy Ritchie movies, and I think this was the beginning of. Has some of his trademark stuff in it, but all in all, it feels more like a, a Robert Downey Jr. vehicle, to be perfectly honest. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So I enjoyed it. I liked it. I don't necessarily need to upgrade it. Glad I already own it. Don't know when I'd watch it again, but it was a lot of fun. If you really like it, then maybe you'll pick up those 4K versions because they've gotten pretty decent reviews. But the first Sherlock Holmes movie from 2009, the Guy Ritchie, Robert Downey Jr. affair, not bad. Doesn't hold up quite as well as I remembered it, but it really is not bad. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad it made a lot of money, and I'm glad they made more, and I'm glad they're going to make another one. So that being said, therockfile.com is my website. I'm Scott Hamilton Rockfile. Please like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. I've got a lot more podcasts coming up, some more video stuff coming too, so please stay tuned, and thank you so much. (laughs) 